Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Wallet Wisdom, a podcast presented by Lake Michigan Credit Union. If you're new to the podcast or have been listening for a while now, Wallet Wisdom is designed around breaking down the ins and outs of financial aspects, as well as help bring answers to some of banking's more confusing or complex questions. I'm one of your hosts, Brett. As always, it's Lo. Hey, hey. Hey. How you doing? Ah, you know what? It's tis the season. It is. There's snow falling. It's a big one, too. It's a big one. Uh, For those that are listening, um, we're on the other side of it. We'll be on the other side. That's right. (laughs) That's right. So uh, anyway, it's a holiday season and uh, Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's been a fun time. But I'm sure as many others, I know I have been getting them all the time. But there's all of these fake scam texts there's so much fraud and what's crazy is i work for lmcu and right? i receive them and i still panic so i can only imagine how <laughs> right? our members feel when they get this oh there's bad uh, activity on your account and you're like wait what and and they are getting so much more uh you know sneaky about it and so they, they look so legit using logos using oh, yeah. you know oh yeah and so super there's similar things i think a lot of that going on especially during the holiday season as people are buying gifts and many more purchases and if you're anything like me listeners you kind of lose track sometimes right. and you're like maybe i did buy that did i buy that you I'm have not more sure. transactions <laughs> as usual so yeah, yeah it's just it's very confusing so yeah. i'm so grateful that we have yes our, our guest we today. have an awesome guest joining us from the bbb better business bureau uh we have troy baker who has joined us on another the show b. another b <laughs> <laughs> so welcome uh welcome to the show thanks for having me absolutely well uh you know as as we were just saying uh i'm sure that uh your world has been very busy uh over the last few months but i'm sure even more so as from I think has become a more prominent part of our daily lives, whether it's an email or a text or even some of the calls that we get, you know? Right. Um, and I'm sure, you know, there's quite a bit that goes into, you know, how businesses are conducting themselves. And so we thought, what better way than to have you on, Troy, and uh, maybe help listeners understand a little bit more about, you know, again, what does the Better Business Bureau do? I mean, I've heard that, right. you know, We've name seen the posting. We know it's a good thing. <laughs> it is. I sold books door to door and I was BBB accredited. Oh, yeah. And that was like gold <laughs> to show that to someone and be like, the BBB says I'm okay. That's right. So, so, kind of a big deal. But I think there's a lot of people that are like, I know it's a good thing, but why is yeah. it good? And, <laughs> and how can we utilize that resource in a way? So, you know, Troy, I'd love to first kind of just dive in a little bit to understand better, you know, what it is that the BBB does and and really kind of also your your position there as Vice President of Community Relations and Education Foundation. I think, uh, you know, it would be really great to hear some more. Educate us. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Uh, the Better Business Bureau, as, as most of you know, has been around for more than 100 years. Mm-hmm. We were started by good business owners that were sick of shady business owners ripping people off. Yeah. Yeah. They got together to form an independent organization that would work within the free market to set standards for businesses and enforce those standards. Right. And that's what we work to do today. We want to support trustworthy businesses that treat consumers the right way yeah. and help consumers identify those trustworthy businesses that do things the right way and those that are problematic in the marketplace. And when we talk about scams, We talk about them because we know every dollar sent to a scammer is a dollar that's not spent Mm -hmm. in our local community, at our local businesses. But at the same time, scam victims lose faith, lose trust, not only in the marketplace, but within the real organizations. We did a study a couple years ago that looked at scam victims. And if they fell for it, you're talking about the text message scam. If they fall for that scam, Mm -hmm. they're less likely to trust 
the real Lake Michigan Credit Union. Sure. It's that effect sure. of one yeah. person ruining real, it for the whole class. The real credit thing. union didn't do anything bad. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, once you've been scammed, you're less likely to trust. So if we can help consumers understand the difference and avoid those scams, we can help them trust the real place and find those accredited businesses like Lake Michigan Credit Union. Yeah. Uh, in short, the Better Business Bureau, I would say, is a collection of businesses that are dedicated to trust and ethics. Mm-hmm. And if you have that BBB accredited business logo on there, we vetted you, we make sure you got the right licensing and you're handling things the right way, which you agree to follow those standards. And it's a good thing for consumers there to be able to look at and say, yeah, see, somebody else looked at them, somebody gave them that thumbs up. Yeah. Right, yeah. and I think so often we get into this mindset of like, well, there's a specific type of person that gets scammed. Not anymore. No. Everyone is is a victim, a possible victim, I should say, sure. to these scams. And yeah. I think, too, any company is also a possible victim to being uh, targeted, targeted yeah. as the scamming business, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. my friend's texting me like, Elms, you just texted me this. What's going on? And I'm like, sure. it's not us, I swear. But yeah. it, it's hard to understand that, that we had nothing to do with the text going out, and there's nothing we can do to prevent yeah. it either. Yeah. So I know trivia is at the end here, but <laughs> I'm going to put you on the hot spot. Okay, okay. all right. For you, what age group is the most likely age group to lose money to a scam? Do you get to young people, old people, or middle age? Oh, man. See, my my initial gut is to say older people because yeah. uh, I do know for, personally, financially, that's a very, very uh, vulnerable set. But mm-hmm. I think young people with this text stuff have sure. to be big targets yeah. for that because they're so used to getting texts and no, reacting. I, that I would probably agree. I mean, I think to, you know, the kind of normalcy or the thought process that comes to mind is, yeah, the more vulnerable being slightly more older with the lack of knowledge of technology. But I think we live in a world now where everyone's used to clicking links just without even looking at it. Mm-hmm. That next thing you know, oh man, I just gave them a bunch of my information without knowing. And that. they might not be watching their accounts as closely yeah. and well, yeah, a lot of things. I'm, but that's I'm dying to know. What is it? So uh, <laughs> what we have found, you know, it, traditionally it used to be older people were the most likely to lose money through a scam. Over the last five or six years, that has shifted to younger people. Mm. Younger people, 18 to 24, are the most likely to report losing money to a scam. Wow. Now, they lose the least amount of money. That graph goes actually goes the opposite way. <laughs> All, the older you are, the more money you are likely to lose to a the scam. The more money you have. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's because yeah. you got more. <laughs> well, you, have, you have more, but the scams that are targeting older people sure. are larger dollar amounts. We're talking about romance scams, investment mm-hmm. scams, mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. that target a large nest egg that you may have saved right. up, yeah. as opposed to the more common scams that are affecting people that I'm sure we're going to talk about today, those online purchase scams. You know, the kids scrolling through their feed and finding that thing that they like, oh, let me buy that. And then (laughs) seeing the reviews that said, I spent 50 bucks on this item and I never got it. never got it, right. And and the beautiful thing about this, and we talk about this in young people, um, we do a presentation in schools called Scam Busters. Mm. And Lake Michigan Credit Union is a sponsor of that program. So thank you to Lake Michigan Credit Union for your support. Because we are absolutely in high schools talking to students about what to avoid, how to identify what is real and what is fake, and how to make sure you're using something that is legitimate and trustworthy as opposed to something that seems like a great deal but really isn't going to be. Yeah. Right, and I think that's what's so hard right now is that these these scammers are getting more and more complex. You know, oh, yeah. uh, some of the more old school ones, the relationship scams, yeah, those can be very obvious or they can be pretty intentional and long-winded to get to the final scam or the long-lost relative in Africa or wherever. Sure, sure. Um, 
or the the grandchild in jail and needs to needs bail that's right. another one <laughs> yep. but the work from home scams right mm. is that another one that we're seeing a lot of oh yeah and, and lots of these come into those fake check scams okay. and the idea that they send you a check for more money than you're owed yeah. and they say you keep some of it and then you send the rest of it off here either gift cards or wire it or put it into a website. Mm -hmm. And some of them are very obvious, you know, sure. the car wrap scams, you know, that yeah. we're gonna yeah. pay you $500 to drive around with a logo on your car type thing. Right, not gonna but, lie, that was very intriguing for me. I was sure. like, really? Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> advertising <laughs> but, uh, is big. It is, but it's probably, you know, they never ask you what kind of car do you drive? Where do you drive? When do you drive? Do you yeah. have a driver's license and a car to begin right. with? Uh -huh. You know, you think about the offer, but as you were saying, they get better at hiding it. So we are seeing now, employment scams that used to be if it said work from home okay i'm gonna stay away from it now it's a very common thing so they'll sure. they'll do a zoom interview with you mm -hmm. and say we're gonna give you this job we're gonna send you this check you keep part of it for your salary you need a new laptop and a new printer so we're gonna give you some extra money here's the website of the vendor we use pick out what you want and wow. pay this vendor and that wow. website is run by the scammers right so it seems much more logical the red flags don't go off as much as if it was a, here, cash this check and then buy a bunch of gift cards and give me the numbers. Right, yeah. and they're finding that uh, scammers are more willing to put a little more skin in the game to get it started mm -hmm. so that they might get more out of it in the end, yeah. too. Yeah. Right. The more convincing it okay. is, the more likely you will deceive somebody. Right. It right? Is. And, and how interesting, you know, I think as we look at it as a society, I mean, the more these are regular things, it makes it more of a regular thing for targeting those people you mm -hmm. know we've mm -hmm. got people that are working from home and many different situations but i think at the end of the day because I, I i'll tell you a quick story this is now it was years ago um and that just goes to show how long it's still been going on they just right. keep getting more elaborate but um i also at the time this was like 12 14 years ago i was unemployed and i was looking for work and i found uh on you know some listings for like a personal uh you know assistant business assistant things like that and in touch with them. Everything seemed legit from the start. And then it was, hey, I need you to help me with this payment. And he sent a check, just like you yeah. explained. And something just seemed wrong. Like all of the, the, the you know, alerts in my head were going off. And so because I was so unsure, uncertain, I actually reached out to you guys and you guys gave some great advice. Um, and then on top of that, as I realized this truly was a scam and someone was trying to, you know, to fake this, I reached out to the FBI. I mean, that's what they would yeah. say. It, yep. These kind of mm -hmm. attacks that are happening in, you know, trying to, you know, really go after people's funds. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they appreciated the information. They kind of explained some things. They took all of that information and, and all the rest. But, yeah, it's, you don't expect it. And especially in today's day and age where that's a more regular thing. Yeah. Um, but I think for listeners to remember, it's, a, it's the old adage and <laughs> it will it never. sounds too good. Bingo. Yep. It's too good to be true. Right. Yes. And it yes. doesn't necessarily mean that it is too good to be true. However, yeah. it just means it's too good to ignore and too good to not do your research. If right? you ask the question to yourselves, really? Like, mm -hmm. I've never experienced that before at a job. Then you might think it might be worth at least doing some extra digging and obviously digging not with the person you're in contact with because <laughs> they have all the answers they have all the yeah. answers they're going to tell you all of it and convince you and uh you know it's they are truly i mean scam artists have been a thing forever you they're know they artists. have been 
truly <laughs> trying to, you know, deceive people for so long. And uh, it's sad. But And I think, too, right now, what's so scary is a, a lot of people have already stepped out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. post-COVID. So we have older people that didn't touch the Internet for years and years yeah. and years, but we're forced to now. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of digital forms of payments and things like that. Are there more... Um, uh, scams that you're seeing hit older people because of this digital age too. Oh, certainly. Uh, you think back to just the way payments were made to scammers, you know, wiring it through Western Union and then, Slow. then Western Union kind of got caught up. The feds got into it. You know, now <laughs> there's, there's a lot of warnings there. It still happens, sure. but it is much more difficult. So they shifted to gift cards. Oh yeah. And the idea that go buy a gift card and scratch off that number and send me a photo of that or read it off to me. And that's how they got money. We're now seeing that shift to electronic payments through mm-hmm. Venmo, through Cash App, through these other electronic payment options. Sure. And most of them do not have a way to claw that back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once that money's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Right. So anytime somebody that you don't know is asking you to send them a payment through one of these methods, don't do it. Yeah. Right. And you know, you you talked about kind of the 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 how do you know? How yeah. do you know? How how do you figure that out? One of the best things you can do is have somebody you know and trust that you're willing to bounce ideas off yeah. of, a yeah. family member, a friend. Just, I'm not quite sure about this. What do you think? Because while certainly you're going to be embarrassed if they look at you and go, oh, come on, that's obviously a scam. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to feel really bad when you lost $2,000 to it, and then you go and they say, come it was on, a scam. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And if you have nobody in your life that you can think of that has this, come into LMCU. That's we right. hear about it all. You yeah. know, we've heard all of the different scams that are going on there yeah. and sadly have to see people come back after we've told them, ah, this is not, not yeah. legit. And yeah. they're like, well, I feel like it is. We don't want to have to be that person. Yeah. And I know you probably have that at the BBB oh. all the time. Well, so, so I would much rather a bruised ego than a bruised wallet and a bruised ego. Right, exactly. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a story that I often tell uh, about lottery scams. Mm-hmm. Uh, this woman called me, uh, wanted me to contact her parents who thought they had won $500,000 yeah. in this lottery. Oh, no. And they were trying to convince her to give them $5,000 to pay the taxes. Rule number one is you never pay to collect a lottery prize. No. If you win the lottery, they're going to take some out, they're going to give you the money, and then you're going to settle up with Uncle Sam in April. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but so I called this couple, and it took me 20 minutes to convince mm-hmm. them that it was a scam, wow. and they were ignoring the biggest red flag I'd ever Did heard. Did you play it? They were, well, there's, <laughs> That's always you never know, signed up. It's did so you weird. play the lottery? Play the lottery. <laughs> is, is one of absolutely the it's questions I It's the worst I part ask. of the lottery is you have and to they, play to win. But they, but they come up with an excuse as to you were drawn on this random thing, you know, maybe I entered, maybe I put my name down on something. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't quite know sometimes what did I put my name into. Right. They're very convincing. But this couple was being told to put $5,000 cash into the middle of a magazine and mail it to an oh address in word. Idaho. No way. No way. Now, like, not all of them are that obvious, you, but wow. Yeah, have you ever paid taxes by putting cash into a magazine? Wait, I've done that every year. No. I know. Like, that's In not a how you pay taxes. Well, it was Money Magazine. <laughs> it's not like it's a briefcase yeah. that I'm going to put in the park and walk away. As, yeah. obvious, as obvious as it is, though, yeah. like a lot of scam victims, they started thinking about the way their life and their family's life will change yeah. with that life-changing amount of money. $500,000? Is going to change a lot of lives in your family. Yeah. Uh, you know, we see it for millions of dollars sometimes. Right. And once they pay, a lot of these people feel like 
there's no way out but for yeah. this to pay off. So right. they're going to keep paying and keep paying. So having somebody you can talk to yeah. just to say, oh, stop yeah. digging the hole. Well, and I know, too, from from just some of the experiences, even like with this, uh, the one example I just shared, um, one of the biggest things that they try to do is they try to separate you from yes. those exactly. people. Don't tell You people. cannot tell. This is a private matter. This is very important of, you know, security, yada, yada. You know, I'm trusting you to be sensitive with this private information. And they want you to not talk to anyone because if they can keep you in that web without anybody outside helping to you know bring reason. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think what's very sad and also amazing about these scammers is imagine if they could use that stuff they're doing for good right, yeah. right which they do get sometimes with the, the fbi and cia <laughs> yeah, right yeah, they yeah. convert those people they do that's right <laughs> but uh that that perspective of they're not trying to just attack you for your money they are really attacking your emotions right yes. they want to pry or prey on those emotions of the life-changing huge money yeah. difference and mm-hmm. what life would be and when you start believing this is going to be for real you can't stop the brain from thinking and now you're fighting emotions yes. not logic mm-hmm. and try and, i'm sure you can feel this too it there's something so helpless on being the other side of things trying to help people yeah. because unfortunately there's nothing we can do to prevent these scams from happening right. um you know we we've gone so far as preventing people being able to skim from your pocket straight mm-hmm. to your card mm-hmm. but unfortunately there are these force fields that people walk through that give your number to them okay. so that they can text you these things yeah. that's the thing that we're finding now where where do i go to try to figure out okay what is out there i think the knowledge is about just the only way we can yeah well something. and i think too i mean we're sharing about all these unfortunate things and it kind of can start to feel hopeless. But I think one thing that is true is there is hope. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it comes down to educating ourselves, understanding and looking for some of these little shortcomings because there are still some fraud rules that they, you know, I mean, what they're doing is illegal, but there are other things they could be doing even worse illegally. Mm -hmm. That would mean if they ever got caught, it's done, done, done for them. Right. And so there are, you know, a lot of different things you can catch, but I'd love to hear how can we, yeah. Where do we go? How do we look it up? (laughs) So first, first and foremost, the better business bureau has our scam tracker, bbb.org slash scam tracker. You can report scams that you come across. You can see what scams are being reported in your community. You can search through that. So if you get something saying it's from, Publishers Clearinghouse. Sure. You can do a search for Publishers Clearinghouse and see what other people have reported. On that note, the second most impersonated entity last year yeah. by scammers was Publishers Clearinghouse. No, wow. There is one way and one way only that you know you won Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> they show up at your door one day with <laughs> big a big check. check. All right. right. It used to be Ed McMahon showing up with a check. Right? Ed's not around anymore, right. but that's what they do. So if somebody calls you, sends you a text message, sends you an email, says, you just won Publishers Clearinghouse, just do these things. Nope. You didn't win. Yeah. You did not win that. So um, understanding, you know, the scam tracker is a great resource there. Having somebody, as I said, that you can bounce ideas off of is a great way to make sure you've got that. We do a number of presentations in the community. Like I said, we're in schools. We've got our fighting financial fraud series in senior centers and in other community groups trying to help teach people on what to avoid. So educating yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure, Just take your time. One of the lessons I always give people at our fighting financial fraud is use what I call my Girl Scout cookie rule. (laughs) Um, Somebody knocks on my door. If you're not a Girl Scout, I'm not buying right there. This is a podcast. But I'm BBB accredited. I like my Girl Scout cookies. I'm a big guy. But the idea of I'm not going to feel pressured to act 
right now when you're at the door. And the same thing mm-hmm. goes on the phone. I'm not going to feel pressured to act right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about the, the tech scams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they tried to pressure you but with fear. Something's wrong with your account. Click here. Yeah. And knowing what to look for, and, and I'll let you guys be the pro. I, I actually got the fake one and the real one from Lake Michigan. Yes. Yeah. And they look very different. They're very, but... very different. Um, you know, the, if there's a link on there and it doesn't take you to the real LMCU.org. website. LMCU.org. Yeah. Um, so LMCU.org. You get one saying there's something from the Postal Service. If it's not the Postal Service's website. Yeah. It's not from the Postal Service. If it's not Amazon.com, it's not from Amazon. And be careful, too, right? Because some of these uh, URLs that they're using, they may look like it's Amazon, but the O is a zero. Or, you know, LMCU might be in that .com, but we're a .org. And so even still, I mean, even for, like, financial institutions like LMCU, who you're right, we have unfortunately been – victimized from these scammers as well um where that that component does definitely come into play where we are not going to be requesting you to click links all these other things we're going to be requesting you to get in contact with us right call our facility because then you can find the number to us and you know that's what's going to happen and that's and that's exactly right so and, and don't take the phone number that's in the text message that yes. you're not sure real, is real. Yes. It could very well be from Lake Michigan Credit Union and have the right phone number on there. Right. But pull out your debit card or your credit card and call that phone number that's on the back. You know that goes to Lake Michigan Credit that's Union. That's right. Yep. Walk into the branch and talk to the people Please, there. Please, we'd you love to see know you. know <laughs> from yep. Lake Michigan Credit Union. Yeah. If you get something from Amazon, log into your Amazon account and check. Yep. Yeah. Don't click on the links that you aren't sure are legitimate. Well, and right. you brought up a great point, and that is being slow to act. Because I was actually talking to one of our cybersecurity and fraud specialists, actually the manager, and I had gotten one of those texts and I wanted to report it to yeah. him. And it happened, of course, you know, after business hours. So I didn't tell him until the next day, sent him a picture of it. And he thought I was talking about a member. And he's like, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do with the member. I'm not going to have them test it. And I was like, oh, no, 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 this is my number. And he goes, I want you to respond. So I responded, but because it had been so long, they already forgot about me. They didn't even oh, respond yeah. back. They weren't interested anymore. Oh, uh-uh. They knew I was probably on to them. Yep. Um, and I tried to get them to interact with me again and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So slow to act is huge. Yeah. I think with these scammers, they're too eager for their money that they are just, all right, on to the next one. Right. Well, and I don't recommend people doing I mean, that. It's, <laughs> don't do that. It's, it's fun to mess with them. I've done it before. I love Lots when the police do it, do it yeah. or the oh, IRS do but, it. That's fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but the truth of the matter is these scammers look at it like a business. So mm-hmm. when they get in these call centers, if you answer the phone, they mark that that phone number is good. They're going to keep calling. Yeah. Or so eventually if nobody answers the phone, they say, okay, that's not going to work. And they move on. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you fall victim to a scam, they add you to what is unfortunately called the suckers list. Uh, and they share that with all their friends. If you fell yeah. for this scam, all their friends are going to call you mm-hmm. now yeah. because they think you might give them money too. Yeah. And there's so much frustration. I'm on the do not call list. That <laughs> do not call list applied to a specific group of people. Yeah. And there are so many new scammers now. And even if you tell someone to not call you, they're still going to pass the number because you answered yep. to mm-hmm. the other scamming business that they own. <laughs> the do yeah. not call list is only for legitimate businesses that care yeah. that they're going to get fined for violating. Give you things. Yeah, for violating. <laughs> you know, this the scammers are trying to steal all of your money. Right. They don't care that they're going to get an additional fine because they call They'll the pay you with someone else's right. money. Exactly. That's not a big deterrent for them. Yeah. Um, so. 
it's going to help cut some of it down, yeah. but it's not going to prevent those scam calls. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my rule. If I don't have yeah. your name saved in my phone, yeah. you need to leave me a message the first time you call me and then I will add you to my list. That's but right, from then yeah. on, I don't answer anybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, as we wrap up, uh, Troy, I think, you know, from what at least I'm, I'm hearing is there are a lot of resources that do exist. The BBB is a great resource, especially for, hey, when the power goes out, who do you check online? You go and check your your local electric, uh, you know, company to see if there's status of what's the outage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we check the weather reports to see what's going on. When you're not sure if there is a scam that is currently being targeted at you, this is a great resource, your website, to be able to check and, and look to see, are others reporting this? And then you can say, yes, okay, this is definitely that. Yeah. Um, and then still, if you're not sure, because sometimes reporting does take some time, I mean, uh, Please reach out to, you know, your financial institute. Like, look, at the end of the day, uh, for listeners, obviously, this is a podcast that is sponsored by Lake Michigan Credit Union. We work for Lake Michigan Credit Union. We love what we are able to do. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, though, our purpose is to help educate our members and non-members about financial aspects and Absolutely. make sure that your future finances are in sound order. And that doesn't matter if you're here or at another credit union or another bank or wherever. We want you to know it is most likely... As a collective financial, you know, institution mm-hmm. with others, I would venture to say majority of them would say the same thing as us. We will not be sending you text messages no. to click on links and tell us this information. We will reach out to you if we have to call or we will, if there is a text, it will say, please call us back. And they're not going to be offended if you say, I'm not sure you're legitimate. Let me hang up and call the number on That's my card. Right. They will welcome Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right. And if they don't, then you've got questions. Red flag number one. Number yeah. one. But and that's that's also a thing, too. I think so often we're embarrassed if we fall victim to things like that. Yeah. Please don't be embarrassed. Yeah. We're all getting these things, and the best thing you can do is share about it. That's right. The best thing you can do is go in and let someone know that you fell victim, because then we can start educating the next person about it. That's right. Use your experience to help educate others. So and at the dinner table, talk about the scam texts you've been getting. That's right. You know? And in some ways, we can shut these down. There mm-hmm. are a number of cases. Uh, the Better Business Bureau, we work with law enforcement all the time. And there have been a number of cases from a business perspective where people buy something online. Oh, sure. They don't get it. They make a complaint to us. We do some research. We find the people behind it and work with the attorney general's office and law enforcement to not only shut them down, but to get people their money back. Yeah. So sometimes we can actually help resolve the issue for you. But at a minimum, like you said, we know what to warn you about. And if you know what to avoid, you shouldn't fall victim to it. Exactly. Yeah, and right. no matter where you are, the BBB is there. So yeah, that's right. give them a call. Let them know what you're experiencing and they will help you direct what, what's next. Mm-hmm. If you're an LMCU member or not, even come in and stop with us. We, we are happy to educate you on what you might be seeing, too. Definitely. So, Absolutely. That's Definitely. so great. Well, Troy, um, again, we are so grateful that uh, you were able to join us, I think, on a very fitting topic. Um, uh, and. Honestly, you get to end our year uh, of our season three of Wall of Wisdom. Ending it wrong or good it's note here. It's crazy, but we he knows he's be not done. leaving. I mean, we still have a great part of the show still. Right, listeners. Uh, Troy's been talking big talk. Oh yeah, he oh, is. Yeah. He is going on the trivia round here with Brett, and is very, very confident That's that right. he'll be taking home That's the money right. today. All right, for, you're really uh, building this uh, up here. <laughs> for, uh, I, I mean, we can edit that out. We can. We can edit that out. But, yeah. but I mean, 
because so far you've proved yourself very knowledgeable. That's right. So we will we will I'm see. A little, I'm a little nervous, though. Right. I, I really am. I I'm a little nervous, gonna... and I'm the one holding the trivia questions. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, uh, that is exactly right. It's uh, our part of the show that we love, which is Are You Smarter Than the Show's Trivia? And, um, you know, just for listeners that may be tuning in for the first time, uh, our, our trivia is uh, a really fun part of the show that we like to give back to the community as well. Um, and so um, with that in mind, each podcast we give $50 that's on the table. Um, but don't worry, if, uh, if you don't win, Troy, that $50 does get added to the pot. Um, and we are up quite a bit now. We've, uh, I, I have to be honest, I've won, I think, three times in a row now. You have. So this is to... one of our biggest streaks in a while. That's right. So. That's right. So today we're playing for $200, Troy. Okay. All right. And uh, There's no loser. No so loser. So if for some odd reason you don't take it home today, all that means is that you were like, eh, you know, I think a, another organization need needs money. 250 yeah. So it will carry over to next time. We will not call it a lose. We will call it just winning for a, a bigger purpose. That's right. Right. I was at a casino once, and they wouldn't say lose. They said you're non-winning. Yeah. <laughs> so That's like, these aren't your losing. Just you're non. Well, they say you know if you're not first, you're last. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, just so you know, some of the rules, real quick, Troy. Uh, the uh, low will uh, ask us the question to both of us. Uh, we will both be able to buzz in with our name, and uh, there is a steal. So if I don't get it right, you'll have the opportunity to steal the point. Um, and then uh, we'll move on. It's a best out of three. Um, if we get to the point where we need a tiebreaker, then um, we will have that. So All right. it'll be a lot of fun. But without further ado. <laughs> I'm so fun. excited for this. So <laughs> sometimes I go with a theme this time. I'm just going to go completely random because I like random. my brain is random 90% of the time. <laughs> So my first question for you guys is going to go a little history, a little linguistics. Mm. Um, we all know Rosetta Stone as a computer program that teaches you language, yeah. right? But it's an actual physical historical thing, okay. the Rosetta Stone. The Rosetta Stone, okay. So which of these languages is not on the Rosetta Stone? Not on. Oh. I'm not talking on the computer program. I'm sure. talking on the Rosetta on Stone. On the stone. Well, this okay. is the first time I'm learning about these stones. I'm so sure I'm you're going to get this right. right. <laughs> oh, I feel, I'm feeling good about my answer then if that's true. <laughs> so I've got three languages here, and you have to tell me which one of these is not on the stone. Okay? Oh, okay. Hieroglyphics, ancient Greek, or Latin? Troy. Yes, Mr. Troy. Ancient Greek. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Oh, for sure, no. Latin was one of them. Right. Oh, man. I thought for sure. We'll see. Brett still has a chance to steal. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, we know that ancient Greek is on the stone. Yeah. Is hieroglyphics or Latin on the stone? Or which one is not, rather? I'm going to go Brett, by the way. Buzzing in. What? Uh, who's that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with. Latin is not on the stone. And that is correct. And what? I think Troy knew that I as soon as he got it wrong. So I, I, I honestly, as, as you were talking about it, I was thinking of the three that are on there, and I those were the three that I thought were on there. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. <laughs> so I, I knew hieroglyphics were, yep. and, and I thought for sure. Oh, man. man. You will never forget the answer to that question Roman, for the rest of your Roman's life. Roman's the other one then, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it doesn't right. tell me, but I, that sounds well, right. I, mean, I started Roman, thinking I about it, and I'm like, you know, if this is the Rosetta Stone of that age, and we use Rosetta Stone to learn languages we don't know. Uh, maybe back then Latin was the main you know, language. They need to know how to speak in hieroglyphics. Wow, I can't speak today. Uh, oh. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's the right. stone they actually use to 
uh, decipher the hieroglyphics and figure out what that language was. No kidding. It was like the, the cipher. It was. Yeah. Wow. I love it. See, too bad you didn't ask him that question. Right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know that I knew enough to ask that question. <laughs> oh, man. All we're right. going to go a different route here. Oh, totally. Boy. We're in current events now, and award season has mm. just kind of wrapped up. Oh, I'm in trouble. Uh, okay, Uh-oh. so we've got a film buff here, mm. and um, we're going to talk about a couple of celebrities and what okay. they have in common. So what do John Legend, Audrey Hepburn, Whoopi Goldberg and Mel Brooks have in common and I'll give you three choices to kind of narrow this down okay they have all won awards for Rodgers and Hammerstein's covers they're all award winning playwrights or they are all EGOT winners for those of you that don't know what an EGOT is that is an Emmy a Grammy an Oscar and a Tony so which of those three things Rodgers and Hammerstein cover award winning playwrights or EGOT winners. Can you give the list of names again? You betcha. That is John Legend, Audrey Hepburn, Whoopi Goldberg, and Mel Brooks. Brett. Yes, Mr. Brett? No, if I get this right, I think it's a win. It is. It is. No pressure. None whatsoever. I'm Except say, for all of the pressure. I'm going to go with the EGOT. That is what they have in common? I think that's what they have in common. Because John Legend that. is a singer. And uh, honestly, Whoopi has done that. And she's been in a lot of plays. And Mel Brooks, I mean, man. Mel Brooks. It's Mel Brooks. Brooks. He's done everything. <laughs> oh, I know. So with that, that is a non-win for Mr. Troy. Oh, and no! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did not expect this. This is crazy. Right? Well done. Thank you for Good giving job. the win to another institution yes. or organization Troy, there, I'm Mr. So Troy. I, I think we got, I got lucky on that first one. I mean, when you took one of the options out of the equation, it definitely, that's Honestly, a good help. That was an Honestly, that's why I, that's why I let you, you take let me the go on this one. <laughs> I thought, okay, if he gets it wrong, I got a better that's, shot that's at right. this here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I think he's staying quiet. Okay, I got we this. We knew we were going into this winners already because we got to have you on the show. So thank you so much for being here. Yes, it is yes. uh, a pleasure. It has been. You. And, uh, and I think again, for listeners, uh, this, Really take in this information. If, if you're looking for more resources, you know, mm-hmm. look into the BBB's website and, and definitely look into those uh, those aspects. And again, better equipping yourselves and understanding where some of these red flags come in. I mean, this is why it's so important. You just continue to have those around you that you can you know bounce those ideas off of family, yeah. friend or again, maybe a trusted uh, resource like your banking facilities that you, you're at. So um we're so grateful, though, for mm-hmm. what you guys do for our communities and to to keep us as consumers safe, knowing that you are vetting businesses, keeping those businesses accountable and and just kind of holding everyone to that little bit higher standard. I think for us as consumers, that does give us peace of mind in a world where it's a little bit hectic and chaotic. Right. And uh, we appreciate what you do. Well, thank you. That's what we hope to do. And we hope that we can help consumers be wise consumers. Uh, take care to use your money in a wise way, mm-hmm. avoid getting ripped off, and find those trustworthy organizations. They're going to treat you right. That's right. Yep. That's so true. That's so well, true. Well, thank you, Troy. Indeed. Thank you. Well, that's it. That's it. Year three. <sighs> that's and if you're listening so to the fast. show for the first time and you're like, season three already? That means you, you might need to catch go back up and catch up. Do. That's right. You got Christmas break, holiday break. I mean, you don't have to listen to any of the episodes before I was on. But yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, you know. 
that was the a different age. really started when I walked in. So you it's know, the fine. founding fathers <laughs> of say. the podcast. Yes. No, anyway. <laughs> but and uh, again, we, we wish each and every one of you that have been listening, um, whether it's your first time or you've been listening for a while, uh, truly a happy holidays. Happy and holidays. Uh, we're so grateful that uh, we get to just be part of maybe your life a little bit once we in a while. We are very grateful for that. Thank yeah. you. Well, and to you, Lo, thank you for being thank awesome. You. And See you next we season. hope you have a yes. Next season. Next season. That's right. We've been renewed. Forget the, the next year joke. <laughs> I'll say next season. <laughs> That's right. See you next season. <laughs> Toodaloo. Thanks for listening. The information provided in this podcast by Lake Michigan Credit Union is general education or marketing in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Statements of individuals are their own, not LMCUs. All topics discussed are information of a general nature and do not address the circumstances of any particular individual or entity. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. As of the date of publishing and any future date this podcast is broadcast, all rates, fees, payments, or other specific figures discussed are subject to change and are dependent upon your specific financial situation. Situation. All loan products discussed are subject to credit and collateral approval. You alone assume the sole responsibility of evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any information or other content in the podcast before making any decisions based on such information or other content. In exchange for listening to the podcast, you agree not to hold LMCU, its affiliates, or any third-party service providers liable for any possible claim for damages arising from any decision you make based on information or other content made available to you through the podcast. For more information on any of the content discussed in this podcast, please visit LMCU. Copyright Lake Michigan Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender, LMCU, NMLS ID number 442967.